How's she doing? Oh, God, please hurry. We'll be there in two minutes. They're waiting for us. Hang on, Chewie. We're almost there. Emma? <laughs> oh, Emmy. Chewie. Catch you! Catch you! Catch you! Somewhere far away, the skies cry out in thunder. And there is nothing I can do. So I wait, and I watch, and I feel his breath against my face, cool and brave. His salt licks my skin. His promise brushes my hair. His fury drives the wind to touch my cheek and whisper something I can't hear. I think he loves me. I think he comes to see me. I am young. I will learn. Emma? Look how far I threw that one. Isn't that something? Where are we? Heaven? Yeah, sort of. You can see it from here. Looks like Hana. I know. It's beautiful, isn't it? Oh, Emmy. I miss you so much. I miss you too, Chewie. But you can't stay. I'm not going back. You have to, sweetheart. You have your whole life in front of you. Go enjoy it. It's a gift from God. When will I see you again? I'll be here when you come back. I promise. I love you, Emma. I love you, too. I'm really pleased with your recovery, Katina. I think we can send you home in a few days. But it's only been a couple of weeks. I haven't finished watching all the Matlock reruns yet. I can't help you there. Addiction recovery's on the third floor. But your wound is healing nicely. Your life's still fragile, but the tests look good. You need to keep exercising, but barring any further complications, you should make a full recovery. My whole life's a further complication. I'll come by tomorrow. If everything checks out okay, you can go home Friday. Can I take the cable TV with me? Maybe I'll just move you to the third floor on Friday. Oh, excuse me. Pardon me. Well, Miss Chuvansky, I'm glad to see you're about ready to bust out of here. Please, call me Kachu. I don't think I ever want to hear anybody call me Miss Chuvansky again. You got it. How are they treating you here? Everything going okay? Yeah, it's been great, except for the part where I almost died. And you came as close as I've ever seen, and still got away with it. Yeah, I was pretty worried there. Listen, um... Francine told me you saved my life. I, I don't know how I can ever... Forget it. 
Anybody brave enough to walk in there with a wire on? I was just helping a partner. So what happened? Is Darcy in jail? Nope. Oh, they'll go through the motions of an investigation, but nothing will come of it. She's smart and rich, if you get my drift. I know. What about the others? Samantha Weiss was dead at the scene. The bodyguard Bambi Baker is recovering from gunshot wounds a couple floors above us. As soon as they can move her, she'll be indicted for the murder of Wayne Digman. You know she has a twin. Her sister's been at the house in California. She has a good alibi and witnesses. Oh, well. Here, I brought you something. What's this? Your file. Remember last year when I brought you in and I said I'd seen you somewhere before, but I couldn't put my finger on it? The FBI pulled your police record after the incident with Senator Chalmers. Darcy Parker's been under investigation for the last eight years, but because her activities involve Washington, the investigation's top secret. I had a buddy at the Bureau pull uh, you out of the file and the computer. You're free and clear. Thank you, but where'd you know me from? Look in the sealed pocket. (gasps) Like I said, Mrs. Parker's under investigation. When you were, um, working in her house, so was Uncle Sam. Some joker put one of those on our network once with some stupid caption. You know, a joke to go with the morning coffee and all that. It's an awful thing to do. I'm sorry. Anyway, I figured you'd want this all back in your hands. Thank you. I'll tell you one thing that's bugging me, though. Twice, Digman bout had his nose ripped off by women who whipped his butt good. Once by that pit bull Parker called a bodyguard, the other time by you. Same technique, everything. What did they really teach you there, Kachu? It sure wasn't the art of prostitution. You've got more than a gunshot wound to recover from, lady. I wish you luck. You know, it'd be really embarrassing. If you went back to Parker, don't do anything stupid, okay? So, you're really going through with it, huh? Going through with what? The wedding! You and Casey, you must be pretty excited. Oh, yeah, I suppose. (laughs) Listen to you, Mr. Cool. You're marrying Casey Jansen, man. You're going to Hawaii to marry the hottest aerobics instructor in town. You better be in shape, if you know what I mean. It's not like you think. Casey's a great girl, but it's not what you think. What do you mean? Can you keep a secret? I mean, you have to swear to me this will go no further. I'm here for you, buddy. We were at her mother's last week, and she shows me pictures of Casey when she was in high school. I didn't even recognize her. Turns out she's had two nose jobs. She's had her chin done, her lips puffed. Puffed? Puffed. 
I mean, it's bad enough. She's got those implants I'm not allowed to squeeze or lay on. Now I'm wondering, what's gonna happen if her face gets too close to the microwave, you know? I never thought of that. And then, Casey gets all upset because her mother shows me these pictures, and I have to lie to her and tell her it doesn't matter, but inside I'm thinking, jeez, who the hell are you, really? Oh, man. Ah, it'll work out, buddy. Casey's a sweet girl. You two look good together. Yeah, we look good. All right. Better than when you were with Francine. She was too tall for you. Yeah, she was like 5'9", five, 5'10", five, something like that. Six feet in heels. Big girl. Yeah, and getting bigger. Casey and I ran into her at the grocery store about a month ago, and man, she was fat. She put on 30 pounds. Like, Why do women let themselves go like that? She's pretty. When she wants to be. She can be a real slob, too. But that can be cool sometimes, you know? She wasn't uptight about her appearances all the time like some women. You mean like Casey? Oh, no, 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 I didn't mean... <laughs> How come you know so much about Francine, huh? Well, I wasn't going to say anything, but I guess I can tell you now that you're getting married. It's all in the past now, right? What was in the past? Francine and me! We... we were together for a while. You know, your basic summer romance type thing? So, when was this? B before you knew her. Two or three years ago. You never told me this. I didn't want to piss you off, you know? Once you guys got together, I figured I'd keep my mouth shut. What do you mean you were... together? I mean we were a couple, man! We practically live together. But serious? Depends on what you mean by serious. If you go by intensity, then yeah, it was serious. It was intense. Francine was intense. I thought she was going to kill me sometimes. What do you mean? Oh, Francine's a sweet girl. Real laid back and kind of ditzy. But the sex, the sex was incredible. It was like she couldn't get enough, you know? After we broke up, I realized she had some emotional problems. Real insecure. But at the time, man, it was fun. We did it all the time, every night. Even when we went out, she would like grab me at the most inappropriate times. It was like a game she'd play. I'd be dying, and she thought it was funny. Francine? Yeah, one time I took her to Cancun for the weekend, and she bought this little string bikini for the trip. I thought I was gonna have a stroke. I was a drooling idiot the whole time. I took lots of pictures. <laughs> I love that bikini so much. She gave it to me on the plane ride home. I still have it! Man, she was hot. Yeah, I get the point. Francine was hot. She wasn't just hot. She was hot to trot. I said I get the point. Can we drop it? Yep. She was one hot patootie. I said shut up. Uh, I'm sorry. You still care for her, don't you? I shouldn't be telling you this. Besides, you were with her too. You don't need to hear my version of what it's like to be with Francine. I'm sure it was the same for you. If it makes you feel any better, it got real old. She was kind of suffocating, so insecure, so dependent. 
She needed a lot of love. The kind where you're together every minute of your lives. After a while, I saw what it was really about, and it scared me. To tell you the truth, I think I did fall in love with her. I mean, she had problems, but who doesn't, you know? Maybe if I had a chance to tell her that. So, what happened? If you loved her, why'd you break up? Why'd you dump her? I didn't. She left me. Why? She met you. Listening to Strangers in Paradise, Book 2, I Dream of You, Episode 16 by Terry Moore. Sound design by Chris Honeywell. Lauren A. Kennedy was Kachu. Nicole Tomty was Francine. Jacob Derwin was Detective Walsh. Pamela Jean Agalus was Emma. Bright Oxnum was Freddie. And Chris Tyler was Chuck. Music provided by Jim Moon and the Eldritch Light Orchestra. This is a fan work produced with the cooperation of Mr. Moore, done solely out of love for the property. We lay no claim to the rights or characters. Please read the original series and other works by Mr. Moore, available through abstractstudiocomics.com. For information on this and other upcoming projects, please visit us at atw.ninja.